We are on like Donkey Kong. Hey, wait. Whatever Dude, that what means. does that mean? We're on like Donkey It's on like Donkey Kong because I what, guess... Like Donkey Kong was always on, the nin- on your Nintendo or it was like... No, you can't take it literal. It's just, just maybe dumb nineties saying. Maybe because he's maybe because because he's like throwing barrels even while you're sleeping, even if the game's off. I always like to imagine these these characters are like playing their own game when you're not on them. <laughs> His arms so must be tired. You think you live in a real life Toy Story, basically? <laughs> Possibly. Know. Maybe in Norway. I've never been. Here we go. <laughs> Start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. I love sushi. I am Jason. I love Mexican food and pizza and a good noodle bowl, like a ramen bowl. That's good. Um... I don't know. I guess I guess a bunch of other stuff. Uh, and local. Do you love a Norwegian flatbread that looks like a large sheet of paper? <laughs> I was chowing down on a flatbread to uh, stem my hunger because Travis and I are are recording and um, um, it's dinner time here, but it's morning for you, and I'm about to go make dinner. By the way, I'm Jason, and I am the co-founder also of Location Indie, and our new project we have coming out. Our once a year paradise pack at theparadisepack.com. Yeah, I and, when uh, we hopped on earlier, I, I thought you were holding up a piece of paper in front of your face to, to read it, like you were reading it. <laughs> and then you started putting it in your mouth. And I thought, man, times must be tough over there if Jay is eating yeah. pe- uh, a piece of paper. But it was just a big Norwegian flatbread. But I've never seen something like a flatbread that's that big. It was like the size of an A4 piece of paper, man. What? Where are you getting flatbreads yeah, like dude. that? I should have got the package to show you because it's this uh, this this woman on it, and she just looks like she she's just been making flatbread for for years, like the t- traditional kind of thing. And uh, usually with the flatbread, we have uh, we have some kind of gravy meal situation going on. So, anecdote to my wife and I, we she taught me this. You know, you take a spoon and you like just put gravy on the flatbread, and just eat it like that, and it's just like you're just basically covering it in gravy and eating. It's very healthy. It's a very healthy... Right. Well, it's like instead of having a big piece of bread, it's less calories, less carbs, it's light and airy. So, I mean, it's really just there for the texture, right? At that point, the flatbread. It's there for the deliciousness. You'll have to get to Norway and try it out, man, with an authentic meal. Dude, do you, ha- do you have a go-to meal? Like, for example, today, I'm in work mode. We're recording. Mm. going to be shooting some videos. Got a lot of work to get done today. Feeling pretty good now that we're approaching midday with what I've got done and then, you know, feeling like, oh, yeah, I've got some energy to go, to go forward. But do you have any go-to meals or any meals that you want to avoid, <laughs> you know, at lunch that, that, like, you know, you eat this and then, boom. Specifically like, for bye, lunch? Bye, pro- productivity. Well... If you're in that zone, you know, let's talk, you know, people are working, whether whether you're at your own office or whether you're working at an office, whether you're you're in your home office, whether you're working for yourself, whatever, is there a meal that you're like, all right, I'm going to eat this while I'm working or in the middle of working so that it keeps my productivity high? 
Or is there any meals that you're like, oh, dude, I can't eat this because I'm like, yeah, it, it's over after you eat it. Like, bye-bye any type of productivity <laughs> that you're going to have for the rest of the it's day. It's a good question. This is this is something that has been, uh, I guess, I would say a struggle, but it's what I do is I don't really make a meal. You know, I'm, I, I'm like, a, I'm the bird man, if you will. You know, I'm like... I'm snacking my way through lunch, which gets annoying because I get insanely hungry, but I don't want to take the time to make a proper meal. So uh, usually it's like an apple and peanut butter, then it's some nuts, then it's like, oh, maybe I'll have a bowl of cereal. It's like a random hodgepodge of just almost always there's some fruit and peanut butter in there at some point. Uh, But (laughs) fruit and peanut butter. After that, I mean, it's Jason's brain food. It's anybody's guess. And like, you know, that's not a bad thing because it's usually generally healthy stuff, but. If I haven't had eggs in the morning, then I'll usually make eggs for lunch. It's just easy to do. So yesterday I made lunch because I had a friend in town and we uh, we made some veggie burritos and it was awesome. But like by the time I made it all and then washed the dishes and we like sat down and ate and everything, it's like you're taking up a large block of time. And, you know, it's unfortunate because that's awesome. Like, isn't that what we love about Europe and some of these places we travel to is that they take these long leisurely lunches and everybody's gotten like on siesta all day and just relaxing and enjoying life. And that's freaking what you're supposed to do. But like in the middle of the workday, sometimes I'm just like grabbing stuff on the fly and just kind of not really taking the time to, to do that because I just want to exercise and do some other things. So, uh, man, it's not, now yeah, I sound I, like really neurotic in a way. I don't know. Maybe I got to like I, I have had too much coffee I, I, today. I will tell you that. Well, that is, yeah. <laughs> speaking of, of what to do and not to do, man, when this guy gets on like three or four cups of coffee, it, it can get crazy. But I, I do agree with you. When I'm traveling, I like the leisurely thing. But yeah. it is. Listen, That's true. I, we should I make the distinction like that when between I'm, traveling and being home right now. Yeah, I don't like that when I'm working or when I want to get stuff done because it saps my productivity. Like if I go out for lunch, in the middle of the day, and I don't know, maybe let us know, um, you know, tweet us, whatever, if you are someone who's able to do this. But if I go out in the middle of the day during lunch uh, to meet someone or even just get my lunch myself, when I come back, I'm so unmotivated. Like, it like breaks my motivation. And I'm someone who, you know, it might take me a little while to get into the swing of things. So I can't, I can't really do that. So for me, like, I'll run downstairs, I'll make a quick wrap, turkey, cheese, a little bit of mustard, nice little low-carb wrap. Boom, takes me five minutes to make, maybe takes me 15 minutes to eat. I will let my brain settle a little bit. Like, I'll sit at the table and eat, but then I'm like, you know, it doesn't, it's not long enough that it breaks me. But if I do go and like make a big meal, yeah, it's just too hard. Or if I go yeah, out to a meal, you know, so I don't I know, mean, man. I, I can't do that. I know, like, you know, Tim Ferriss and a lot of these people talk about, like, oh, what, you know, what is, what's your morning routine and all this type of stuff. My morning routine is coffee, that's for sure, and I love to eat eggs, so I guess that's it. But as a traveler, I feel like one of the best parts about traveling that I love so much is the lack of routine, kind of, and the unpredictability, and also not really knowing what you're going to get when it comes to the meal, or maybe maybe you like certain things, but you don't know what you know the quality is going to be up in the air, or like is it is it going to come with something else, or is it going to be different things? So. Um, it's not like I don't value morning routines. I just think it is a little bit overhyped, you know, like to see what all these people do for their morning routines. It's like, does it really matter? You know, I understand like, yeah, you exercise, you get your endorphins up. There's all the science around it. I guess I just don't really feel like, I don't know. I think it comes down to personalities again. I mean, does it matter for people like me and you who are a little more fly by the seat of our pants? We are always 
Like I probably will never have a very, very structured morning routine. I've tried it or, or a routine in general. I mean, there is some structure and I think we've talked about building that in on purpose, but I've tried it. I can't do the same thing every day. I can't get a routine, but some people really, really need that. And, um, so yeah, I don't know. I, th- I always think it's cool to see people's morning routines. Then when I try it, I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this. This isn't me because I, I'm not, I'm not wired that well, I should, way. I mean, so, there are certain things I shouldn't, I'm not poo pooing it totally. I mean, there's certain things that definitely when I do them, I feel like, wow, I feel awesome. Like if I start off in the morning, you know, I have some coffee. I like, if I do some meditation, I read something that's like inspiring, even if it's just for 10 minutes. Uh, even if I can get a little exercise in, I usually do exercise later, but like those, those things are key and they do set the tone. So it, it is important, but you know, there's something about spontaneity, Trav. As a as a traveler, I love spontaneity, and I feel like those triggers are important to get you into a flow, maybe, or something like that. But like, I can't take all of the spontaneity out of a day, whether it's a work day or a travel day or anything. It's like, how do you how do you see things creatively if you're just like put yourself in this box all the time with work? You know, like how do you explore little avenues and things if you're if you don't leave room for spontaneity in your workday. I definitely agree. I would not be able to do it. But then you see people, for example, someone who's super creative, like Casey Nestad, if anyone watches his YouTube channel, you know, an awesome filmmaker, indie filmmaker, you know, every day he puts out videos and they're super creative and he's and they're really well done. But he has a very strict like if you ever if you ever want a cool video to watch, watch him talking about how his office is laid out. He's like OCD about it. I, I mean, everything is perfectly labeled in its spot, and he's super structured with his schedule of when he edits his videos as well. So he's got like this super crazy structured life in in one regard of like how where everything is and the placement of everything, and also when he's going to do his editing. Yet he creates these amazingly fun and creative videos and for him and what he says is like that allows him to have the creativity part because then he knows if he has to go get like a sharpie or a hammer or something like that he knows exactly where it is and he doesn't lose time so like that has always been a a really cool contrast to me watching him do stuff i could never be <laughs> that organized or ocd at all that's just not how i me am neither um, i mean i guess that's obviously that's part of his personality but i also wonder if that's a little bit built into that specific craft. The craft of filmmaking is one where, you know, you plan out the shots, you, you know, if you look at any, any film production or anything of a high quality nature, that's video, generally it's all planned out. You know, that's what a production is. It's like, it's a production. You have to get people involved. There's things, I mean, it's like gotta be planned to the T in order for it to happen. So I'm not saying Casey Nestat wouldn't be that if he was a talented painter rather than a video maker, but is it, because he's a video maker that that ended up being the way he I don't know. We'll have to ask him. Casey, can you come on the show please? Casey, let us know because that's a really good point is that even his videos are made to look super spontaneous and he does a fantastic job with his messaging where it looks like I'm just going to go out and walk around New York City today and I'm going to be videoing this and some of it is spontaneous, I'm sure, but he it looks like he makes it look so easy, and that's why he's so talented, that it's like, I just took a camera out, and I'm going and doing this, right? But A, he's really good at what he does, and B, I'm sure a lot of it has been planned out, and he's just so good that it's made to look spontaneous. Yeah, and C, which is, he's which got, is, you know, however many tens of thousands of hours behind uh, the camera oh, and work. Yeah, at so, this point, right. Um, 
Yeah, well, that and that's what's really neat about kind of a thing that I, I think this goes right into what I want to talk about today, and that is setting yourself up to be able to use something again and again and again. And the reason I bring this up is because I'm not good at this, Jay. And I, I, you're better at it. I still, I'm going to like, you're still not great at it, I don't think. And I think if we got better at it, it could be really important. I think this is a lesson for a lot of people when you're starting out is you just want to do something, right? And, and you want to get it done and out there. But for example, this is the third year that we're running our Paradise Pack, right? The third year. So Things are easier because we've done them before. But yesterday I was in and I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to do this contest, right? And oh, everything's already set up. I'm sure to do this contest because we did it last year. And I couldn't find where anything was. And I'm sitting back thinking, wait, if we would have structured everything right last year or been a little more careful with, or, and it comes back to organization, not one of my skills, if we would have been more organized, something like that last year, it would be even that much easier this year. And so it just got me to thinking, what are some other things that I do where instead of just doing them and thinking them as a one-off thing, even if I don't think of it as a one-off, right? But instead of like just doing it to get it done, oh, it has to be done, all right, I'm going to get it done. If I took the extra time or maybe the extra care and organized it, and uh, I, my computer's the same way. I spend like five minutes looking for a certain photo that I need that if stuff was organized, it would be much easier you know, it's it's like setting yourself up to be successful in the long run and to do it again and again and again and be able to have it repeatable. I think there's something to that. For sure. I think one of the number one things you can do as a location-independent entrepreneur or whatever kind of business you're running, and you probably already do this or maybe you do, maybe you don't, uh, and something that solves the problem, Trav just mentioned, something we should have done the first time around, but well, you, Trav, you hit on it being a one-off. And I think, you know, this thing, since it comes around once a year, it's kind of easy to just sort of let these things that I know are helpful slide. But one thing that we've done pretty well, and I've continually uh, done more and more of over the last couple years, I say, or the last year, and it's a great tip, is to just video record or document whatever it is that you are doing throughout your day things that you're eventually going to outsource, even if you're just starting out. I mean, you can really quickly turn on the video and say, okay, here's how I make this landing page, or here's how I, you know, upload an article into my WordPress. Here's what my backend looks like. You know, this is what I'm doing. So as you're just going through the motions of whatever it is that you do, know that eventually maybe you'll have somebody else do that, document the process, stick it all in a folder. Then when the time comes, you can just give someone a link to that folder, which I did when I had to switch, uh, uh, people like uh, my buddy Mike's helping me out with the podcast show notes and like posting everything. And I had switched from somebody else and I just said, here, go to this folder and watch all these tutorials. And he was able to do it. So uh, that's, that's a great thing. And that's what we should have done with this con this contest probably, but it, it is an amazing thing when it actually happens. And, and for the paradise pack in specific, I went back and looked at some, like I, I, totally, as is my nature, started making all this new stuff for 2016. All these new lists, got into a spreadsheet, was applying spreadsheet. All right, here are people who might be in and here are people who might be contributors and affiliates and we should contact these people. I'm just like going off, going off. And that's good. Like you want to have those brainstorming times. And then about, I did that like two weeks ago, about four days ago, I see a folder that says Paradise Pack 2015. I open it. There's this list from last year of the same things that I created this year with 
it's it's better organized. It's better laid out, and there's more people on it. And I just thought, well, not that it was really a waste that I went and made that list again because it helped me get in the mindset. But it was a waste in terms of like it took time that maybe didn't need to be taken up. So it was funny if I would have been more organized. I had already created something that was pretty decent. I could have went to that list and like, oh, talk to them last year. They're definitely in this and that. You know, and so I just think that it's something that recently, because we're doing it again and because we only do it once a year, I forget about what we did. You know, it's a long enough time that you forget what you did last year, um, you know, at least all the small moving parts. And I think, man, if I just was more organized or we were more organized, then this would really go smoother. And and it has gone smoother this year because we ha- we did set some things in place. And again... It made me think this is something that I think people aspiring location independent entrepreneurs and location independent entrepreneurs need to hear because I, I'm guessing that a decent amount of people struggle with that as well. You you do it to get it done and you want to get it done and you're in the moment and then you don't go back and like clean up afterwards and help make it easier for when you have to do it again. It could be a chicken and egg thing for sure. And uh, it doesn't have to be, I suppose, but if we're going to drive home a lesson from this one, it's to be more organized than us, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it, organization is funny. What will create the location independence and the freedom is a profitable business, of course. But in order to really have the freedom, you need to have the organization and the systems. And that doesn't always jive with uh, with the creative side of things because it's not as sexy, but we've talked about this before. And... um yeah, getting organized is huge, but I think it's something that you have to be careful about not beating yourself up on because it comes with time too, you know? I'm not saying you should take a lot of time and give yourself all these excuses, but it's like anything when you're running these businesses. It takes time to figure a lot of stuff out, and we talk about a lot of things in this podcast. You can read a billion and one things about online business, location dependence online, but until you go through it and kind of figure out your own systems and work through it yourself and figure out how that that works with your life and what you want to do. I mean, you could take all these lessons, but it can be overwhelming all the information. So it's like just going through it and like knowing that the dust will settle in certain areas over time and that you will get better and better. You will continually improve you, whatever it is you're doing as a business person, as a human being, as you build and go through it, then it will get better even if you're not great at certain things now. And Travis and I are continually getting better. I feel like I'm so much better if you look at uh, what we were had going on a year or two ago. And uh, it's still a never-ending process. And one of the things I love about it, because it's really a self-development tool when you do these businesses and, and just like travel, you know, it's this... Uh, it's this incredible self-development tool to improve as a person. And there's so many things you can improve on. One of those things, certainly, you know, organization and thinking ahead and structure and all that type of stuff. Dare we say, I feel like this is Pee Wee Herman's like <laughs> word of the day. I think this is going to be my phrase of the Location A podcast. Dare we say, it's a balancing act. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a balancing act because you have to be true to yourself. Your f- I know I'm... Uh, is your that? favorite document, Man on a Wire? I, I tried to watch that and I, it was okay. Oh, I just, I turned it come off. On. All right. I'll give Man on Wire another chance. But you, you want to be true to yourself 
And I'm never going to be the type of guy who, as soon as I get home from a trip, I throw all my pictures onto my computer. I organize them into little folders. You know, I, I'm never going to be the person who actually labels their photo like Travis at Sunset. It'll always be like DSC0091.IMG, <laughs> right? You know, I'll never be that organized. But there, there is some value in it. And so we have a friend, Matt, who's like hyper organized and so good at that. And everything's systematized and he has all his photos. And, you know, we talked about Casey Nestad talking about how all his videos are super labeled and he knows exactly where everything is. I won't be like that, but I do think you have to maybe, and this is what I think I might teach myself to do. And if you feel the same way as I do, maybe you take a day after you do a project or half a day or after you go on a trip to say, I am going to at least organize the big things or at least recap what I did so that when I do this again, it's easier. Maybe that's something you do. But Trav, I think, I think it's, I think you're going down a dangerous path. Oh, I love disagreement. Disagree here. That's good. Yeah, okay. When you say out loud, that's something I'm never going to do. That guarantees it'll be something you'll never do as opposed to maybe being like, okay, I, I am going to become more organized. Like not that, not that you'll have to come home and like, yes, you know yourself well enough that you're not going to come home and organize your pictures and all that stuff. But I feel like putting those ideas out there like that can impact other things. And like the reality is we've both said when we're more organized, we both feel so much better because we just feel on top of things. And let's, let's be frank. I mean, what it takes to improve as a, as a business person is uh, whether it's location dependent business or another business is organization as sucky as that sounds or boring or whatever. So it's like, you know, I used to, cause I used to say the same thing and I still fall into the trap, but it's like, I, I used to think, oh, I don't really want to deal with like accounting, for example, or like, you know, setting up systems or whatever, because like, I want to have fun with recording and doing these things. And this is the part that's, you know, kind of gets that my soul's invested in and everything like that. But the, it's not reality because there's all these other parts of it. And yes, eventually you can hire people to take care of those things for you. But depending on where you are, I mean, you know, on some level, you still have to be organized, even if it's just you and, and you have a million people, a hundred people under you, you still need to be able to keep track of everything. And I think it's uh, it can be dangerous if you kind of just say, oh, that's not something that I can do, you know? I'm not saying Dude, you're saying can, that, but... Can, can we just... I, I think you should just say, Trav, you're being a baby. Work on the things stop that you're with the limiting, and man Stop up. with the limiting beliefs. Come on, man. It, well, and I think it is true. You're right. It, it When you say, oh, that's not my personality, that's not who I am, there is truth to that. But that doesn't mean that you can't improve it. And I think you say, oh, uh, you know, you made a good point, whether it's location independent business or any business organization is key. Well, as a human being, what is key is working on weaknesses to help you out. And, and I did another podcast where I said, I think we talked about this, organization leads to freedom. And I'm not good at it, but it allows you to declutter your mind and feel good about what you're doing. And so I've taken steps towards it. But maybe, maybe we just have to take bigger steps and and say part of what we're doing with this project or any project is is at the end of the project we take a step back and we go through and we put you know maybe even write notes we did this we did this we did this or we organize our files or everything like that so that the next time we do it it's a lot easier maybe you just build that in and say this is part of actually 
that's, doing that's it. a good point big i mean part, yeah like if you're if you're setting the intention it becomes something that you actually do right if you're you're intending to be more organized you'll be thinking about that as you're going about your day and, and maybe making it more of an effort to do it and you know we are i mean this is the thing Again, this is it's a sloppy thing, the whole business travel thing. A, you're just traveling and like that's crazy. And then you throw in a business into the mix and it's not like you're going to an office every day, you know, to a certain hours. And I mean, even then you can waste time and really it doesn't really matter. But your desk can be a mess whether yeah. you're in an office or whether you're in a home office or whether you're in a yeah, villa but it's like, in Thailand. Yeah, a perfect example is uh, how scattered are... Um, not not totally scattered. Like we haven't totally not done it, but all of the financial stuff, you know, that that goes on, and like you got PayPal and you got your bank accounts and like the expenses and all these different elements of a business. Well, now we've hired Cliff from Location Indie, who's going to do our bookkeeping, and that process is happening. Maybe it should have happened a year ago, but we're slowly getting that in. Definitely should have happened a year. But ago. we're getting that in order now. You know what I mean? And that's what's important. And it's like. There's there's more things like that, and if you're just taking the steps to become a little bit more organized every day over time, you will be. I believe you'll become a more organized person, and then those systems grow and they expand. You become better at the skill of creating systems and organization, and also you're building your assets of your business, so you can walk away and things can still happen while you're gone and then you have that passive income or you have that um the ability to go out and you know have lunch because you don't have to do all these 10 small things that aren't going to get done unless you're there and you have the ability to scale it up much bigger so you know the first year we did location uh the paradise pack it was very small compared to what we'll we're doing two years later and some of that is because as we mentioned stuff's in place the website's built all this that we can have you know, now we have more time to go out and market it. And obviously, it'll be much bigger. So there is... Uh, yeah, it, it's it's something I know I have to improve on. And when we say systems, it doesn't even have to be these crazy build-out systems. It can be individual in your own life. Even if it is, I'm going to come home, put my photos on my computer, and organize them to some extent. That's a first step. And that would be a, a huge first step for me, who has, I'm guessing, at least 10,000 Oh, ten thousand! Oh low. man, I got so much a hundred thousand pictures and videos uh, that so are never going to see the data light. Data that needs to be organized. It's it's annoying. Data. It weighs on me, and um, I got to clear out that startup disk space still. <laughs> clear out that startup disk, folks. So takeaway: Yeah, even if you, as Jay said, stop being a baby. If it's something you struggle at, start doing a little, start doing it better. And my whole takeaway, I think, is is to plan for the organizational point. And and maybe if you say at the end of it that you're going to be more organized. Organized, like you're going to take a day to organize it at the end so that it's better next time you do it. Maybe that will force you as you're doing it to think of those things as you go. Uh, yeah, as much as you hate it, you got to admit that when you do get organized, it feels pretty damn good. It feels pretty good. And then you can scale it up year after year. So we're going to go inside LI, a really cool message from Kate. So, you know, when we when we give you an inside look at our community, Location Indie, um, we sometimes talk about success stories. Hey, this person left their job. This person's doing that. Sometimes we talk about people um, giving really cool tips. This is an interesting one. I can't wait to hear your opinion. I've been waiting to have this one for a few episodes now. And Kate wants to know, she posts in here about walking destinations. And she says, 
I thought I'd get some location indie input on some of your favorite walking destinations. I'm game for anything. Historical trails, hiking routes, pilgrimages, and anywhere in the world, which is awesome. So she's just like, what are the best walking destinations? And I was so excited to hear people's opinions inside LI, and we'll give you some of them. But before we go to other people's opinions... I want to hear yours. Some of your uh, favorite walking destinations. Man. Whether you've done them or haven't done them, but want to yeah, do them. Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, it depends on the time of year she's going. That's the first first and foremost, because the weather, when you're in the outdoors, has a huge impact on the overall experience, of course. Um, Patagonia. You know, if it's, if it's winter in, in the U.S., I spent three and a half months down there and just hiked and trekked my brains out. It was unbelievably scenic. Uh, just South America in general, just such an amazing continent to travel around and to get out in nature. And uh, there's just so much to it. So, um, you know, certainly Patagonia, certainly the American West, if you want to do some trekking, I mean, anything in the national parks, you know, they're, they're very crowded where the main parts are, but 99% of the people don't go back country. So if you get back country, you're, you're out in it. Places like Yosemite, even that are so busy, you can get out and away from people. Uh, something like the John Muir Trail, something I've always wanted to do. Uh, I'd like to go tramping, they call it, in New Zealand on the Milford Track or one of those uh, maybe lesser known uh, tramps and trekking in Nepal, something I did a couple years ago almost now that was um, absolutely uh, a a bucket list thing and like a, a dream come true. So there you go. There is something to be said for, for just walking. I love biking. So I want to do bike touring as well. That could be a whole nother thing, but just getting closer to the ground than, than, you know, uh, in an airplane, I don't mean that literally, but uh, it works here than an airplane or even just going by in a car, you're closer to the people and there's no slower way to do it than walking. Unless you want to army crawl across the world or something crazy i'm sure someone has but yeah it's just it's such a cool way and there are some amazing recommendations in here you know the highlands of scotland tiffany's talking about lily gives a bunch in the u.s um and abroad but here was a really cool one that i've never oh and zoe talks about doing the great ocean road which i've driven and still to this day maybe my number one uh drive of all time but there's a walking path that that actually parallels that. So that's a cool one. But Joey also found a thing called How to Get Around the World in 40 Awesome Hikes done by uh, the Matador Network, which you know is a great website. We, we know the guys over there and people who work for that. Really fun travel website. And it's I just opened it now. And they literally talk about traversing the world other than the oceans hiking and they have mm. it all laid out 40 walks oh, and uh and linking to it it's awesome so that um if you're amazing. someone who wants to take on walking across the world do let us know because that would be cool and we will certainly be on board with that man we'll walk with you somewhere right? oh yeah absolutely i love uh, one of my dreams is to walk across a country i don't i almost don't even care what country like i just want to walk across a country i think it would or, or up and down it or something i think it would be a cool thing to do Start with Liechtenstein or Monaco. A friend of mine, who you might know as well, who I met at WDS, Chris is going to buzz me in probably three, two, one. There's the buzzer, but let me finish this real quick. Akshay is um, awesome dude. His goal is to run across every country. Oh. Wow. So not all at once, like not continuously, but he'll go to a country and he's a runner and he'll run across that country. So he's knocked off about 10 or 11 at last count. And a lot of them are the smaller ones, but... um. 
Yeah, that's he said. I'm, I'm. That's my goal. I mean, he's just setting it out there again. Talk about setting the the mindset and going it. So, um, yeah, check that out, guys. Uh, really cool stuff. How to walk or, or walking destinations, and that's some of the cool stuff we do inside Location Indie, from travel advice like that to obviously business advice and helping each other out. But a uh, really great, great question that got a lot of people talking through. So thanks for that, Kate. And uh, I'm going to look at this, how to walk across the world in 40 awesome hikes and uh, probably get filled with some wanderlust. Yeah, send me that link. Uh, if you want to learn more about Location Indie, our community, just text the words Location Indie, I-N-D-I-E, all one word, Location Indie to 33444. That'll get you on the list. And we give out some goodies there and you can find out more about uh, what we do in that community if you're looking for some por- some support and just to connect with like-minded people. And of course, Travis uh, mentioned the Paradise Pack at theparadisepack.com. Don't forget, if you listen to this live as it comes out, we are in the midst of ramping up to our Paradise Pack sale. That is May 31st through June 7th. Happens once a year. Doing a ton of giveaways before that as well. You're going to want to check that out. The best resources in the world to travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. Theparadisepack.com. Yeah, uh, wherever you're at, you know, have a have a wonderful day. Go, uh, you know, you want to say like, Go get organized. Yeah, but that's that sounds so sucky. I'm going to say Woo, go out and have yourself a Yeah. Go out and have yourself a good walk. Yeah. Then come back and get organized. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm going to go check out this 40 trails situation too. That might be uh hmm. Got my brain turning on that. Trav, it's always a pleasure and um you with the listener, it's always a pleasure as well and thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.